Hello, Deep Thinkers. This is your host, Agrita, and welcome to Mindful of Everything, the podcast that questions the deeper and bigger things in life, from intersectional environmentalism to self-development and everything else in between. Today, we explore the intersection of jealousy and the psychological pattern of doubting oneself's accomplishments or talent in comparison to others, what we call the imposter syndrome. There are many environmental factors that fuel lack of self-confidence and fear of being overshadowed by others, but very few of us are willing to discuss how jealousy and anger at other people's success can stunt personal growth and destroy mental stability. This episode aims to address both the toxicity of jealousy and the belief that anyone's talent and achievements can be little what you have to offer to society. I strongly believe that every single emotion is important, especially the negative ones. I've said this constantly in my personal development episodes, especially in the staying positive one, because the negative emotions are the ones that allow you to grow and heal, learn and improve and challenge your energy into meaningful relationships and causes. So essentially, they help you to blossom into the better version of yourself that you want to become. As I mentioned before in this Staying Positive episode, I really discussed the necessity of coming face to face with your negative energy and also the inability of many mental health and self-help resources to actually address the importance of coming to terms with your negative energy, your negative emotions. Everybody wants to focus on the happy parts of living. Even when we're feeling so low, we're telling ourselves that, you know, we can't stay like this. We need to become happy. We need to become positive without actually addressing the cause of our distress and negative emotions, which is unsustainable and it's toxic positivity. I'll definitely address this in a separate episode, probably labeled as toxic positivity, because the way in which we see positivity and how we seek to become more positive beings is so unsustainable and so damaging to yourself and also other people around you. So I definitely want to address that. But I do blame social media, I do blame our lifestyles from stopping us to recover from a painful experience in the correct way or negativity in the correct way. For instance, social media is always about sharing your happiness. Nobody wants to see you ranting about something. You know, if they do, then they'll probably unfollow you or they'll probably um, talk behind your back, complain about you, etc. Everybody just wants to see you happy on social media. You know, everybody wants to go on there and feel good about themselves and see other people feeling good about themselves. And this pressure to heal quickly or in the way that the majority heal you know, there's like a set way you're in a toxic situation or you're really upset. And then, you know, you gradually heal and then you become this better person. Not saying that it's not a gradual sort of change. You know, there are so many different turns and different paths you have to take in order to reach that stable mindset. Again, it sounds like I dislike social media. Seriously, it's so helpful, especially for raising awareness about so many different mental health issues. But the fact that we are so pressurized to you know, conform to that happy lifestyle on social media, it's, it's very toxic and it prevents us from accepting that you know, feeling sad, feeling angry, feeling down, it's all normal. It's all normal. But when it comes to uncontrolled and irrational anger, hatred, 
especially at someone else's happiness or success, aka jealousy. That is one emotion that I personally think you need to eradicate. Genuinely, there is nothing good or beautiful about jealousy. All jealousy is, is self-destructive and also destructive to those around you, to those closest to you. Jealousy is toxic to the core. Lots of people think it is as normal as feeling sad and that feeling it regularly is fine. Like I said, how, you know, your negative emotions, they're normal to feel. People associate jealousy to a negative emotion that helps you grow. They think that it's fine to feel it every day. It's like having some sort of mood swing or just feeling down. To be honest with you, it really isn't. If you find yourself feeling jealous constantly or even occasionally, there is a major issue that you need to fix within yourself. It sounds brutal, but it's brutally honest. If there is genuinely one state of mind that I truly despise, it's the jealous mindset. The one that picks out any single thing from a person to hate, whether it's directly hating that person or internal hatred, where people don't realise you're feeling that hate towards someone. You might want to ask, why Why do I hate jealousy so much? Because, and I've, I've said this again and again, I really want to be as transparent as I can so you understand where I'm coming from. My entire life, um, certain stages in my life, has been impacted by jealous people horribly. And it was never because I was jealous, but I've practically been surrounded by jealous people my entire life. And because of those people, it has impacted heavily my mental health, my mental well-being, and also my family and my friends. I still face jealousy, but it's nothing as how I faced in the past. So I'm I'm very grateful that I've been able to filter out this toxic emotion from my life. Not within myself, because it's not something that I've been affected by, but in terms of the toxic people that were constantly jealous about me and my loved ones, for absolutely no reason. Like, they could have been wealthier, happier, uh, smarter than me, but there was always something about me that they wanted to pick out and put against me because they were highly jealous. Whether it was the fact that regardless of what they'd done, I still somehow stayed sane and happy. I had a no-conflict family, still do. Uh, or being jealous of the fact that I don't seek revenge um, on the people that have hurt me or try to get back at them. Being jealous of my academic achievements or even if they're academically stronger than me, being jealous of something else. Being jealous of the fact that I'm not jealous of their success. Very confusing to understand, but I hope you do understand what I'm trying to get at here. Or even stooping so low and being jealous of the clothes I wear or like my style. It literally doesn't make any sense because you can just buy the same clothes as me, buy the same jewellery as me, etc. What is there to be angry about? What is there to be jealous about? Has it affected me badly? Of course, I'm not going to pretend that it hasn't. And I'm not going to pretend that, you know, I've just blocked out people and just gone about my life and stayed happy as I possibly could. I literally went from a hardcore extrovert to a hardcore introvert and became extremely self-conscious, unable to stand up for myself within a matter of months. And you only realise what pain you've actually been through when you come out of a situation, you you know, you move on and you look back and you realise that the unnecessary pain that you have experienced and your loved ones experienced were actually due to this jealousy which morphed into bullying, mental abuse, and even the initial weakening of family bonds. Only once when you get out of that phase do you realise that 
all of that did make you strong and you know more alert of toxic people but it does make you sad that that one emotion of jealousy could do so much damage jealousy is just so dangerous because it can make you do a whole lot of stuff that you wouldn't have done if you weren't jealous it's what causes so many people to murder their relatives parents for inheritance what makes people steal and many times murder the person that they're stealing from what makes people bully others to death causing them to commit suicide or even murder and you know what makes people have unnecessary suspicions on their partners which leads to breakdown of relationships and there are many many other things that can happen when jealousy gets out of control Essentially, jealousy is just the first step to mass destruction. I can confidently say that because I'm a victim of other people's jealousy. So are my loved ones, my family. In fact, I've learned how not to be jealous because of my family, because of my parents. I am very, very lucky in that sense that my parents are void of jealousy. Sure, they have other flaws and my sister and I do get very annoyed at them constantly. But... I am very, very grateful that my parents are literally void of jealousy. They don't know how to be jealous. I've never seen them get jealous, whether it was from the age of five until 21. Again, they both can get very angry, but they will never, ever get angry at somebody else's success or happiness or anything, in fact. And it is because of them not being jealous that I literally don't feel jealousy and neither does my sister. We have been grown up in a way that all we have ever thought about is how to improve ourselves and you know how to take care of people that we love. That is practically it. There is no space in um, our family, in our household for feeling anger towards somebody else's happiness and success. My mum has also said to me how she was kind of shocked to see how unjealous I was when um, my younger sister was born majority of the times when another sibling is born the other sibling the older one gets a bit pissed off you know naturally as a kid because all of the attention has now become divided she said that she was shocked to see how you know I just didn't care I've always sort of kind of been that carefree person in that sense you know I've always been very embracing of other people coming into my life and bringing change bringing positive change So I genuinely thank both of my parents for raising me up in this way that jealousy has become an alien emotion for me. So as I grew up, if I ever felt anything, if I ever felt any emotion close enough to jealousy, I would feel very confused and very disgusted with myself, upset and empty to the point that I would kind of push past that very quickly. You might be thinking, how is it possible for an entire family to be void from jealousy how is it possible because jealousy is an emotion so it's not completely wrong to feel it clearly it's an emotion and so many people feel it getting over it's important but how is it that my whole family just doesn't feel jealousy because i mean i've seen so many relatives of mine and they feel jealousy properly like they burn with jealousy so it's it's not just a it's not a trait Somebody along the line learned how not to feel angry at other people's success, which is my parents, and we've adopted that. Generally, we are not some sort of non-angry family. I mean, I actually call us the angry bunch. We we get angry pretty quickly, and it's it's definitely not something to um, feel happy about in that sense, but we are very fiery individuals in that sense. 
So we do feel anger. The foundation of jealousy is anger. It's uncontrolled anger, right? So we do feel anger. But why is it that we don't feel jealousy? And the only answer that I've really got after seeing all these jealous people around me and also understanding all the pain that I felt, the painful emotions and the painful experiences that I felt, my family felt when surrounded by toxic people is that my family and I, we've never forgotten where we've come from and we've never really forgotten to count our blessings. After experiencing so much at such a young age, we've only become closer as a family and we know that the best thing in life and the only thing in life that we really have is each other. We literally only have each other and our small little flat and our memories to keep us going. We don't have any close relatives that we can rely on when we get into uh, difficult situations. We only have each other, us four. Essentially, that leaves us zero space to feel hatred towards other people and other people's happiness. We know exactly how it's like to be at the receiving end of jealousy and of hatred. We know how it's like when people try to strip you of your sanity, your contentment in life. So we'd never want to try to do the same to others we know the pain and we know how it feels like we don't want to inflict it on other people it may sound like i'm trying to paint a lovely picture here of myself and my family we have flaws in us just like any other human if we don't feel jealousy we feel tons of other things including poor self-esteem and believing that you can't do certain things and that's what i wanted to talk about next which is imposter syndrome so imposter syndrome is Essentially, the collection of feelings of inadequacy that persist despite evident success, which causes suffering from chronic self-doubt and intellectual fraudulence that overrides feeling of success, as by the Harvard Business Review definition. Often we relate imposter syndrome to those that are highly self-conscious, you know, who have low self-esteem, who belittle themselves all the time, have no self-worth. That is the case for many. I definitely have been a victim of this. In the points of my life where I was surrounded by toxic people, I was in a toxic situation, toxic mindset, every single thing about my life was toxic, I have been a victim of this. I was always doubting that I could never achieve what I wanted to achieve, even though I have achieved it in the past. I was essentially scared of being happy with my achievements and I just had this feeling that I can't win anything. I could get close to winning something, but I can't win it because I don't deserve it. There must have been something wrong that I'd done somewhere. I can't have won anything. I can't have achieved anything. And all of that was just a product of me being in a toxic environment where I was made to think I have no value. And if I have any value, it's because I'm associated to the toxic people in my life. It's pretty painful to have to speak about all of this into a mic because you remember everything that you've been through but I genuinely think it's just so important for people to understand that you know these things are so common to feel and toxicity is so real it literally kills people it kills people's mental stability and literally kills people it's it's just so painful and I'm very proud that I could get out of that situation but so many people are still in that situation And so this episode is really for those people that feel like they can't escape and they can't do anything. Because genuinely, who wants to have lack of confidence? Everybody wants to be strong and happy of what they accomplish. Everybody wants to be proud of what they have achieved, right? 
There is nothing wrong in showcasing your talent and your achievements. That's not arrogant. That's being proud of yourself and that's what everybody wants to be. So those that are constantly scared and worried of achieving what they want to achieve, clearly they have experienced some sort of traumatic event or series of events in their life that stops them from growing and stops them from feeling happy of their growth. So instead of being horrible to those people that just feel like they can't do anything, because I know how painful it is, we need to do them that favour of giving them that space to grow in their own time and let them understand that you don't need to feel bad about yourself and that you need to be kind to yourself. So I can definitely say I am very happy to be out of that imposter syndrome phrase, but that doesn't mean I don't feel imposter syndrome from time to time. You know, when you've experienced so much, you don't want to accept that you've ever gone back to those painful times. But I do believe that it does slip in, disguised as just disappointment of not getting the success you want. Definitely has decreased massively, but it does slip in from time to time. And it is normal. It is normal to feel like, you know, you're not doing enough when you have done quite a lot. You just haven't gotten to that stage because everybody's growth is so subjective. It's dependent on how you go about things. And, you know, there's no set path to success, but it's easier said than done. We forget that so many times. The best example would be me feeling sad when a classmate or multiple students get a higher mark than me when we're in the same class learning the same content. I always have felt bad when I see other people in the same class doing better than me and I could have revised perhaps even more than them but I still don't get the grades that I want and they are lower than other people. No way am I jealous of that person or people and no way do I feel sad about their achievement. They've clearly worked hard and they get the subject matter better than me. So what is there to be jealous about? Clearly, there is some knowledge gaps that I have that need to be addressed. But I do really feel sad that, you know, we're in the same class, same content, same teacher, but I still got lower. And it does hurt. It does hurt, obviously, because I'm not that sort of person that just sits back and just doesn't do the work. I, I put in hard work and if that is not fruitful, then it does hurt. Then you start falling into this trap where you start doubting your intellectual abilities. You know, why am I not able to achieve this? What's going on? But for me, especially because I've evolved from so many different toxic environments, um, this pain just forces me to resolve my gaps in knowledge better or make me understand that, you know, there's certain areas of academia that I just don't like enough to do well in or even if I try my best and try my hardest, it's just not going to get there. And I just accept him, move on and focus on other areas that I'm stronger in. That's that's how we decide what we are good at. So if I'm not that passionate about a subject and I don't get well in that, well, then clearly I'm not interested enough. Or if I am interested in something, but it's just not working out, then I just tell myself, okay, perhaps you could try again, but just realize there are certain things that you just won't be good at. In terms of podcasting, I think imposter syndrome exists for perhaps all podcasters. Some podcasters, it gets to them so badly that they just stop podcasting. And for other podcasters, it comes, it goes, comes and goes. Other podcasters, they don't feel it at all. Or if they do feel it, it just drives them to their success. I feel like I am the latter of that or the second to last of that. For the entire year that I have been podcasting, my podcast growth has been very, very slow. And now suddenly when I repurpose my podcast, my listener numbers have 
increased massively compared to that one year of podcasting that I've been doing. And it does make me feel bad because I realized I wasn't passionate enough about podcasting. I felt like it was just a side kind of hobby and I could do it whenever. Not realizing that podcasting itself is a business. It is a service because the content that you're producing, you're delivering it to people that are expecting you to keep that quality of the content high and consistent as well. When I was podcasting, I was just sort of releasing episodes whenever I wanted, taking breaks whenever I wanted, not really being clear of why I'm taking those breaks because breaks are very important. I just wasn't trying enough. And that's why my growth wasn't really going anywhere. It was pretty much stunted. Um, but now that I repurpose my podcast, things are going better, but I do want them to get better. I'm part of so many different podcast groups on Facebook and genuinely they are so helpful. Just type in a question that you have and people will start responding to you, helping you out. It is like a proper community. But the problem with these communities is that people post a lot about their success. Rightfully so. Again, like I said, you should be proud of your success. You should showcase your success and let people get inspired by that. But the problem with that is that people on these podcast groups will be posting, oh, I got a thousand downloads within a single month of release or you know I have 10,000 downloads or 100,000 downloads and it's only been a year or things like that and then you're sitting there thinking wow that's really good and you respond to those posts saying wow you know congratulations when did you start how did you go about doing this etc and when you get off that post and you look at your own podcast statistics and you see that they're nowhere near to those massive numbers that people are talking about and you've been podcasting longer than these people to feel imposter syndrome is it's, it's just bound to happen again like i mentioned you know if you're in if you're if you've been doing something for the same amount of time and you do have that time available and you're still not getting those uh, results as other people you start thinking well is there any point of me to continue on doing this is there any point of me to continue being a podcaster do people genuinely like my content or am I just stressing myself out along with uni work and other things for no reason? I guess I do feel that sometimes, you know, when you release a new episode and people aren't responding as quickly as you want to, they respond a bit later, but you want that instant growth. But in the end, whenever I do feel low about that, I just pull out of that mindset and tell myself, well, why are you podcasting? Are you podcasting for the download numbers or are you podcasting because you genuinely love it and you like interviewing people that will give you the knowledge that you don't have? And of course, it is the latter. That is why I've started podcasting. There are so many different aspects in life that I just want to learn about, but of course you can't just learn about them by going on the internet. Everything is quite biased. All of the sources that we read are quite biased. And to gain different perspectives is just, just so important. So podcasting for me has always been much more about statistics and download numbers and stuff but you still want people to download your podcast episodes, right? You still want people to listen to you because that is part of the service. You're producing content so people can listen and perhaps relate to and then that's where you start discussions. And my main goal of this podcast is to start my own community, perhaps a Facebook group, a private one, where people could just be discussing constantly the things that they are upset about, worried about, want me to discuss 
want all of us to discuss because that's the main motive of mindful of everything to pick out the different thoughts in my mind and get them across to people that perhaps are thinking about them as well and understand how to help in certain social and environmental injustices how can we help I also tell myself that I am a student, I don't have a job, I don't have a massive budget. If I wanted to, I could have hired people to edit my episodes all the time, produce my transcripts and show notes and to take care of my entire website. That way I could focus on my uni work perfectly and just record my episode and that is it. People could do all of the post-production work for me. But I don't have those finances. So I need to do all of that whilst people that are getting all of those download numbers, perhaps, perhaps because they could also be students like me and just could be amazing at podcasting and, you know, they filled in that niche. So, of course, I do understand that, you know, there are probably um, some sort of gaps in the skills I have as a podcaster that stops me from growing as much as other ones. But I do need to understand that there are so many different ways that people grow and a lot of that includes money. I don't have that money to be, I don't have that consistent, um, influx on money that you know there's funds that I can be investing into all of these options that make podcasting more efficient. I also need to understand that I post uh, every two weeks. Lots of people post every week or twice a week. So the more episodes you have, the more likely it will be that people listen to your work. And that way your podcast numbers will increase. So there's so many different factors and you just can't compare your success to other people's. But imposter syndrome, unfortunately, is not just about people feeling like they're worthless and sad about their slow growth. It also commonly intersects with a feeling of jealousy and that's why I started off the episode with jealousy and how toxic it is when people that are suffering from imposter syndrome are doing so because of feeling jealous. It then makes them feel like their self-worth is practically nothing and they don't even realise it. In fact, when I was asking myself the question of why do people even feel jealousy, this was the only reason that I could find. Imposter syndrome. The reason why I don't feel jealous is because I've learned to just focus on myself and my growth, the growth of others that I'm close to. Many other people clearly haven't learned to do this. They've allowed themselves to be affected, literally consumed into how other people live their life and how other people's success pathways are shaped. These same people will be constantly wanting to compare themselves to other people be nosy about what other people are doing, what others have achieved, and also be silent when someone is being complimented and clearly look uncomfortable and angered by that. Jealousy is basically radiating off them. The only reason that I really can think of for people to suffer from jealousy is that they don't understand that they're suffering from the imposter syndrome, or even if they have realised it, they just brush it aside. Because when you're jealous, you're telling yourself that you can never attain the certain thing that you're jealous about. Or you can never attain the success that somebody else has attained that you are jealous about. But what's different about them and people that feel imposter syndrome because they feel very insecure about themselves is that these people feel that nobody can threaten their success. Forgetting that everybody's path is completely different. There is no set way to attain success. Regardless, they feel that nobody should threaten their success or their dominance. And that's why they feel jealous when other people do that. 
This includes people that are jealous of so many people and don't even try to put in work to get to that success that other people have gotten to. I've seen so many people that are so lazy to accomplish similar things to those that they're envious of and all they do is just, just get jealous. But this is also in top achievers as well that will always get the highest grades or will always get that success somehow. You know, they'll be the ones at the most prestigious institutions, yet they're still so jealous. And it's never made sense to me, but again, I've experienced it. Again, when you try to justify it, when, you know, you sit there thinking, I mean, you have everything there is in terms of success. Why are you still jealous? And then I just tell myself that this hatred is indicative of some sort of insecurity that these highest achievers have there is something insecure about them and they present that in jealousy they will have so much yet they're anxious of losing their pride and success if others become more successful than them not knowing that nobody is losing anything here the only thing that is gradually being lost is your sanity and rationale in competing against those that just want to live their lives You'll see jealous people wasting their time and energy, constantly comparing themselves to others and those other people will just be living their life like no one's watching. These jealous people are just constantly worried that they'll be pushed off the pedestal if someone else becomes more successful than them, whatever successful means to them. So when people are performing better than them, they become angry and that anger turns into bitter hatred, envy, and then it leads them to cause harm to themselves, of course, but also serious damage to those that they are jealous of and, again, people close to them. And in the end, what have you gained? What have you really gained? Long-term destruction of personal growth? Because that's the only thing I can think of. This insecurity just worsens the imposter syndrome for these people. And regardless of whatever level of success they get to, they will always be constantly threatened by those that reach that success or go above and beyond them. Every single person should be allowed to reach whatever heights they please, of course in a just and ethical way. No one should feel like they can't achieve more than another person or that somebody else can't achieve more than yourself. No one should be comparing themselves to anyone as a way to define your own success. Even if you want to go to the same institute, do the same degree, apply for the same job, the same job position, if you want to live in the same neighbourhood, anything... You should not create a fictitious competition where you need to win because nobody needs to win anything or prove to anyone that you are worth a lot. You don't need to prove your worth to anyone. You do what you want to do and what makes you feel happy and alive. Not so that you can look better in front of other people or look more successful. We can't be codependent. We can't neglect ourselves to seek validation and happiness through another person. That is so toxic. In that way, you end up losing your identity, you lose your purpose, your meaning of life, your life as well, in extreme cases. And I can strongly say, because I've been in that state, it's excruciating to the core. Nothing you do is for yourself, it's always to meet the standards of other people. You essentially become enslaved in someone else's life. You become enslaved. Whatever you're doing is in accordance to the other person that is controlling your life. I've said this in my previous self-help episodes that biggest thing you can really lose in life is yourself because once you've lost yourself, everything goes wrong. Everything comes crumbling down. And once you come 
to rebuilding yourself, which is possible, but it takes so much time and effort. Yes, sure, you've rebuilt yourself, but you've also been through that painful experience. So why not just skip that entirely? Why not just focus on yourself entirely and just not get to that point where you are so addicted to what other people are doing in their lives and how they're getting that success? So how can you overcome your own jealousy and imposter syndrome? Well, the two main steps that I've briefly mentioned in this episode, and I want to mention again, is that you really need to count your blessings and define your success solely based on what you want to achieve and what makes you happy. You can say it sounds cliche, but very few of us actually do that. Codependency has only risen with the emergence of social media where everyone can see your success story and your happy moments. It's very hard for us to block out other people's happiness and success when you have social media. It's extremely horrible for those people that are constantly seeking validation from others. They find it even harder to see someone happy and just not be affected by it when you're at your lowest point in life. I've also realized that this will be much easier to do for people that have limited friends, so mostly introverts and also ambiverts, a few extroverts as well. But I definitely think it's harder for those people that have so many people in their life. It's it's difficult to block out every single person to just focus on yourself. Hardcore extroverts need to be really careful about this. I've seen so many just suffer because they have so many people in their lives, they don't know how to focus on themselves anymore. But it is not impossible. You can still have quite a lot of friends, but just make sure that your closest and most reliable relationships are informed of your personal success to kind of avoid any unnecessary conflicts. You can have lots of connections, but just make sure that the closest ones know what's going on in your life. So you avoid anyone that has a tendency to compete and essentially feel jealous. To repeat what I said at the start of the episode, every single emotion we feel is important. The fact that jealousy is an emotion proves that it is here for a reason and people do feel it. So don't let yourself down for feeling it. To look at it in a positive light. Jealousy, I guess, is important for identifying flaws in your mentality and raising any red flags when it comes to self-worth and self-care in the long term. But once you realise that you are feeling jealous more than what is safe for your mental stability, tell yourself that there is something that you need to fix within yourself and that you need to drop jealousy entirely. For those of you that are experiencing imposter syndrome without any sort of jealousy, just like me, just like I did in the past and sometimes do right now, You really just need to realise that you are also seeking validation too much because you have defined success and failure based on somebody else's definition of success and failure. Not based on what you can personally achieve and what your goals are in life. Life is genuinely too short to be doubting your potential based on what other people have achieved or engaging in intense hatred towards others. I cannot say it enough. Everybody is way too different, way too unique to to be compared to anyone. Even though so many of us take similar paths, we all have a different story to tell. We all have different experiences to share about. We all have a different perspective in life. How we see life and how we see different things in life are so different. We can't possibly think that there's a set way of succeeding and that you need to compare yourself to that set way. 
Just please focus on yourself, channelize your energy correctly to make sure that wherever you go, wherever you want to go, where you want to get to, be grateful for what you have. We've seen the importance of being grateful for what you have in this current pandemic and in many other crises around the world, but especially in this pandemic. We've realized the importance of so many different things that we've taken for granted. So just step back for a bit and really be grateful of what you have the quality of relationships you've made and never forget that your growth curve is subjective to yourself, to how you grow. It's your personal growth curve, be proud of it and always remember where you've come from. Support others that you care about and support them to reach those heights that they want to and when you take that step back, when you focus on yourself and you help other people focus on themselves and be happy about what they have achieved in their own time, you will generally find yourself at the happiest state of life as possible. The happiest state in life that you have defined for yourself and have worked hard to get to. Thank you so much for listening to Mindful of Everything. Seriously, all of your support and uh, feedbacks, reviews that you've all been giving to me personally, I am very, very grateful for. Will always be grateful for. I am just a student getting about the normal things in life that a student does have to get through, as well as podcasting. Sometimes it can get quite challenging, but I just tell myself to get through it and deliver the content that you all really want to hear. And I am seeing the fruits of that. You all are engaging with my podcast much more than let's say last year so i've definitely seen that growth so thank you all for that subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app you can subscribe to the newsletter as well by going to my website mindfuloveverything.home.blog follow me on social media and also you can support the podcast through writing itunes reviews and also buying my eco-friendly merchandise Stay strong, do keep safe, and until the next episode, happy listening.